Welcome back, y'all, to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, because you know how we do, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker. I don't think we pay Spreaker, so honestly, I don't think we own it anymore. But we on Spotify and Pandora, too. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. Follow us on Instagram at TwistPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara. Hey, my sister. How you doing? Hey, yodely dodely neighbor. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's from The Simpsons. So how, what do we call this episode? Don't move like a puto. <laughs> now let me just let me just clarify. I am in no way, shape, or form Spanish. I no, when I, I'm sorry, Latino. So I do not speak Spanish. Let me correct myself. But we're using the term puto, like Drake would say, "Don't move like a puto." <laughs> well, we know what we're talking about, so I know we'll get into that. All right, so we just got to get right into this ratchet minute because it's yes. a lot of ratchet. Um, Look, we missed y'all. And I want to give a big shout out to, oh, who was I shouting out? Mm-hmm. Um, Germany, because they're listening to us over there. So if y'all oh. in Germany, thank you. So this is for y'all. So getting right into this ratchet. Um, so Tyson Beckford addresses Kim Kardashian's jab about his sexuality when he says, quote, unquote, I ain't never been gay. So... I guess he was on, I guess Tyson was on, um, what's the guy that does all the interviews? The the, the white dude. Uh, um, uh, like Hav, I can't think of the name. but I, I can't think of his about. name. Starts mm-hmm. with a B or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, anyway, so he gets on the show and he says, quote, you know, I guess the question was, are you gay? And he says, I ain't never been gay, nor do I have a problem with gay people. It's just like, don't try to turn the situation into something because I got the best of you. So this was in response. So back in, it's a couple of years ago, this was back in 2018. There was a picture of Kim Kardashian on Instagram. So Tyson takes the liberty of responding under it. And he says, um, quote, sorry, I don't care for it. He says, she's not real. Dr. So-and-so up on her, up on her right hip. hip. Mm, mm. Um, and then he put like a green vomiting emoji. So Kim responds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with all the shade. She goes, sis. We all know why you don't care for it. Mm, Followed mm. by a train of emojis. <laughs> Basically hinting that, you know, he's a little swirly lurly. So, uh, you know, I look, I will say, I remember back in the day, you know, I always got a story for a story, right? Mm-hmm. This was this was when um back for this was when Tyson was like in his prime. And I think I had went out to like the Soul Train Music Awards or something. And so, you know, I saw him on Thursday. This has nothing to do with his sexuality, by the way, but it's just a little mm-hmm. story I'm sharing. So mm-hmm, I saw mm-hmm. him on a Thursday and I remember he had on this like white leather or like cream colored leather pants with mm-hmm. a long, you know, when the trench coats was in mm-hmm. with a long leather tre- matching trench coat and a and a matching fedora, like the matching cowboy hat. Right? Okay. Okay. With no shirt on, you know, so it was cool on Thursday. He had, you know, even though it was hot, we in L.A., mm-hmm. it's hot. It was cool on Thursday. When I tell you, he wore it on Friday okay. and on Saturday, maybe on Sunday too. But I remember seeing him for like three days straight with the same leather outfit mm-hmm. on. You better leave Every him. Day. Listen, you better leave him. I'm sure he was hot and sweaty. 
it, I, it was all you know how leather gets in the summertime. First of all, it was it was like beige leather, and this was the middle of summer. But anyway, so you know it's cool. You see it on Thursday. I was like, okay, all right, okay, Tyson. He said one more game Friday and Saturday. One more game. Oh boy, the, the creases of that leather could tell some <laughs> stories. But anyway, that's my story. I don't. I don't really do. I pull out. You know celebrity spotting stories but i've chatted with that dude twice once at the rink in bergenfield hello <laughs> bring it back to the good old days funk flex djing and we was chatting it up for a minute and second time around at like a fundraiser at like the chelsea piers and you know in no way shape or form do i even again i don't know him personally i don't take him as somebody who goes in that direction and you know what's so funny it sounds like for kim to have snapped back in that way you know um, Says. It almost, no, it almost seems as though for her to have even caught that comment is hilarious to me because imagine the millions of comments she got, number one. Right. Number two, it's like, so you mean to tell me if, if a dude is really not into you, he has to be gay? Like, how full of yourself do you have to be? Because I know dudes that tell me like, yo, Kim Kardashian, you know, she's pretty in the face, but I'm not I'm not into her. Yeah. Like, I know I know men just, you know, especially black men, like, nah, like, that's just not my type of part. I don't go that way. Like, nah. So sure indeed. So I don't know how full of yourself do you have to be to feel like just because somebody's not into you, they got to be gay. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. And, and how did you catch that comment out of your millions of comments? I'm just trying to, that's what I'm asking about. You got to admit, though, it was funny, though. She says, the fact that she says, sis. Sis. Like, we know why you don't care for it. Like, nah, bitch. Like, you know, and I, and I like him, but come on now. Like. Oh, no. I thought it was funny. But he anyway. caught feelings. What happened when she caught feelings? That's yeah, true. And you know, and, and I've seen him out recently here in Miami. Like, I mean, not that you can you can tell anything, but you know, mm-hmm. doing his thing. Looks, he still looks great because I think he was out celebrating his like 50th birthday or something. Dude, his black don't crack is no joke. So, mm-hmm. so bless him. Like, you know, and I don't know. Does he have? He has. He's a father. He has. He has. He has like grown kids. Oh, anyway, okay. yeah. So anyway, from Kim to Kanye. So check it out. So Kanye West has uh, dropped his album, Donda. And this is one of the first um, artists to have number one album in the century. Like it's been a minute. So, oh boy. So Donda's out. Is this, and- is this for real, for real? I'm sorry, but I'm just, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I haven't really read it, but I'm like, is, is this has, for real? He has 10 number one albums. I'm sorry. Let me, he has 10 number one albums. You hear that? Kanye has 10 number one albums. Okay. All right. So, that, that's where I want to be clear. So, yeah, he's apparently like the first in the century. So there's him. And then you have Drake, who also dropped his album called Loverboy. And he's dropping funny videos. Um, so they're having this big back and forth. Because now that we have the the, the versus battle is over with with the locks and mm-hmm. Dipset, you know, hip-hop, we need something else to go by. Because that right there filled our soul as far as I'm concerned on the hip-hop side. I'm, I'm filled. I want to tell fine. you, I'm still living off them vibes. I'm filled. I'm fine. I don't need none of it. So I love me some Drake. But this shit right here, when there's like Drake is out, I was like, I don't care. I was so aloof. I was like, so what, dude? I was like smoking a doobie. Like, so what? I don't care. <laughs> Kanye's out. So what? I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm still on I mean, low-key, I'm still listening to Nas' album. Yeah, Nas has a new album out. Yep. And, it, you know, somebody was just saying, like, why aren't they playing his shit on the radio, like, back to back? Because he has hot shit, too. So, you know, Kanye, he's and apparently Kanye's coming out with um with a houseware, housewares, like some old Martha Stewart shit. I heard about that, too. He's going to mm-hmm. have, like, comforters and blankets <laughs> and throws <laughs> and bowls and shit. You know what? All right. I like it. Con, you better go ahead. You know? So he's getting money. So I, I did you hear either album? Did you hear it? Um, no. Well, I've heard a little bit of Drake's. 
Um, I'm still waiting for like a banger because you know I, I you know personally I I love Drake so I'm always looking for him to like show and improve and I haven't necessarily heard it yet but I haven't heard the whole me. album yet so it, it didn't wow me I did listen to it and you know they did say like oh a lot of the stuff sounds you know repetitive I'm like eh a little bit like you know it, it sounds like good old Drake you know you got to listen to what he's saying a little something but if it's old school Kanye because I'm I'm a Kanye fan like you know I, I don't care for him with the MAGA you know support and all that however old school Kanye like the one who um can't leave the house without one of his <laughs> uh rollies and pastas and drove him crazy that Kanye, I fucks with Kanye. You that know, Kanye's gone though. The, like, the that's that's the one I fuck with too. But um, the, the Jesus walks Kanye, like yeah, like nah, drop, the dropout. This one is the Scooby Doop Doop Doop. Well, I don't Kanye. know. They, they they say this album right here, like he he woke up, like he's he has risen, like he's back. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. So I'm gonna get back to you on that. Moving right along because I have a lot of shit to talk about. All right. Um, Diddy was spotted kissing Bow Wow's baby mother. Her <laughs> name is Joy Chavis. On um, they were on a yacht, honey, and it was it was for it was for the ground. Now, now it sounds funny, right? Bow Wow's baby mother. No, because she's also future baby mother, right? She's future baby mom too. So she's out here. She talk about riding around and getting she's a it. Double baby mama. Talk about riding around and getting it. That's that is that is on the scene with the money green. I am not what and now I'm kissing Puffy. Like that's called out in them streets. Like her lifestyle is a dream come true. Let me tell you, when you there's people that can manifest some shit. That's manifesting some shit. Like how the hell? How the hell? But guess what? But have you ever been a wife though? Mm. Well, mm. oh crickets. What? I'm sorry. I just want to know sometime. Like, what's up? Did, did, were y'all in love? You know what I'm saying? Did you at least get vows out of a motherfucker? Or like a dude will give you a baby, but he won't marry you. Sometime, like, you just got to reassess your, what is it you really want out here in these streets? You know? Was no, it- I think for her, the trade-off is is, is pretty good, though. So she, she's, she's a dancer. She's an awesome. I've seen her. I've seen her dance. She's an awesome dancer. What kind of like, dancer? Um, I'm like a hip hop dancer. She's not like dancing on a pole, but she can oh, if she wants. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I didn't know. I didn't know what her what the like, background was. Like choreography. Like she's and you know she's choreography. She's good. But also Diddy was also apparently like flirting with um young Miami. And I remember that. I thought they were dating. But okay. Yeah, but but Puffy's new name is Love, so they're like he's just kind of testing out his new name. So mm-hmm. the funny thing is they what they all have in common is that like they're it's like a big cesspool, like they're all dating like the same people. Like Lori Harvey was with Future. Um Lori Harvey was also with um Puffy, remember? Uh yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a big cesspool, hunty. Um, but it's a good time. I wanna I wanna kiss Puffy on the yacht. Can I come? Yeah, right. <laughs> Can I come too? I just I just don't want Future's baby and I don't really want Bow Wow's baby, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, if that's the fee, if that's the price you got to pay to get on Puffy's yard, <laughs> step right up, step right up, step right up. <laughs> you get a baby, you get a baby. Mm-mm, no, he's he's looking at, he's looking at. Are you vaccinated? Yep. Do you have a baby by future? Yep. Do you have a bad wise baby? Yep. Step right up, step right up. <laughs> that's how you get on the yacht <laughs> are you vaccinated all right come on in all right um moving on simone okay. biles simone biles we all know she's she's a runner she's a track star yep she so <laughs> technically they try to call her a loser and she's like listen i'm proud of my journey i've come so far y'all are not gonna Thank be coming you. for me i've pushed through um, I'm, you know, quitter is not in my vocabulary. And she shared a little word for the critics. And what she said was for some of you that may be how you define me, 
but keep talking because I can't hear you over my seven Olympic medals. <laughs> I hear that, girl. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Listen, tied me for the most decorated gymnast ever, as well as the most decorated American gymnast. Boom. Come on with it. Come on with it, Simone. And she dropped mm-hmm. the mic. So shut Come your on, ass Momo. up. Come on, Come mm, on. Bring it. She said, bring shut it. your ass up. So shut your ass up. Yeah, she shut it down. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Also, also, Kirk Frost um, from, what is this? Uh, is it, I'm like, is it Love and Hip Hop? It's Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop. It's the Love and Hip Hop, the um, vintage edition, I, right? I can't, I can't keep up. So yeah, Kirk Frost, he catches heat for telling his wife Rashida it's time for a diet after saying she's getting too thick in like a video. It's like she has like a live video and she's, he's like gets up behind her and I saw it and he's like, he's like, oh, getting too thick, time for a diet. So granted, they laughing. And I just thought like, no, I think he's just kidding. So they're just saying like a man needs to know his place. Like he needs to know when not to publicly like make those comments to his wife. I thought she looks great. Yeah, I, I I mean she always looks great to me. Like she's one of my I I really like her style and <sighs> Kirk, shut up. <laughs> Look, you know, so, somebody somebody had said like, ooh, looks like it's time for a new man. Like it's time to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like 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 you can trash him now. Like enough said. He needs to shut up. Mm, Kirk better be quiet because you know he, he got some he got some real skeletons. Hang on, yeah. air him out. Yeah. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot going on over yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I know they've been through a lot and they're, you know, still mm-hmm. pushing through. But for the most part, it's like he just had like a lot of nerve to, you know, have done that on live. I thought maybe he was fucking with her just because he was trying to say she looks great. Like, I think that was just a little sarcasm. He was mm-hmm. showing like he was he was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? I thought I thought maybe it was it was a highlight. He wasn't really trying to get at her. But love, love hey, hip hop. Who, who better to hear it from than your husband? Right. I mean, shit. I, I kind of agree with that. Like, okay, you can say but, whatever you want. You can say that. But don't All tell right. me on live, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, remember Cedric? Cedric was talking about when they approach uh, Bill Clinton. He's like, in front of my family, dog. <laughs> he said it could have been no black president. In front of my family, dog. <laughs> on live, dog. Don't be doing no shit like that. That's when you drop the camera. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in baby news, Cardi B and husband Offset, they never got divorced, right? They they yeah, have a they makeup baby. Together. They together. They together. Mm-hmm. They have a second child. They welcomed a baby boy. Yay. Yay. Do we know his name? I don't know. There's agriculture. culture and then there's... Agriculture. What? Agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, they said Cardi B was at Summer Jam with six-inch stiletto heels on, rocking and ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. I love her. She's full of personality. Also, Kylie Jenner confirmed she's expecting her second child with Travis Scott. So again, we thought they were over and going their separate way. And they did a loop-de-loop. Mm-hmm. Oh, scoop-de-scoop, loop-de-loop, brother-in-law. <laughs> What you want? Somebody I let know. me know. I so hear that. Those Dashians do have babies, though. I will give them that much. They are they're family family ladies. They're mm-hmm. lip injections and family ladies, and that's a beautiful thing. Okay. So they all got children's. All right. Okay. Oh wait, one more thing. One more uh-huh. thing. And this is not really too ratchet, but I just have to give a big shout out to Mary J. Blige, who recently took a picture. I think she's fifty. Turning 50, 50 plus, mm-hmm. turning 50. And she's mm-hmm. on the beach on her pinup girl uh, swag, and she looks amazing. So I just want to give props yeah, to Yeah, I saw. She's glowing. Here. She looks absolutely fabulous. 
Yeah. Love, love it. Love I don't her. care. I don't care. If she had a little something nip tuck done, you know, I don't know if she's in the gym, whatever it is, she looks amazing and she she's deserving of it. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. So I just want to I just want to point that out. If you guys get a chance, go check out Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. She's my she's spirit like, sister. Yeah. Spirit. See that black don't crack. You want to see how black women do it. I'm like, wow, everybody's mm-hmm. like 50 and up Taraji. It's like all the 50 and up women and or should mm-hmm. I say late 40s, 50. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, hey. They're giving, they're giving younger girls a run for the money. I will say that. Love they it. Are. They are. Anyway, mm-hmm. so let's get woke, shall we? Yep. I would put on my glasses, but guess what? I already have them on. I- <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm 100% sure you do. You know I'm a four eyes, but okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, um, there's developing news with the state of uh, the Texas abortion law. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on around this. Um, you know, I had talked to you about this and I'm like, okay, if you can kind of help me navigate through some of this legal jargon, because that's really what it is. So basically, um, they are putting a ban on a six week, a six week abortion and they're really pushing this law. And, um, like you said, they're kind of putting it all in bits and pieces. So therefore, um, you cannot get an abortion in Texas. And if you are someone who's helping, uh, that would be considered aid and abetting if you're helping someone to get an abortion. So therefore, if you're Planned Parenthood and let's just say, you know, you're helping someone um, who's, I guess, over six weeks to get this abortion, you can get sued. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I turned on the news the other day and there were some young girls and they're out there, you know, um, really, uh, you know, fighting against this and marching and, you know, they have their banners up. And obviously these are all women. You don't see one man out there against it, you know? And mm-hmm. my feeling is this is so serious because like, like Tupac said, if a man can't make one, who has a right to tell a woman when and where to create one? Mm-hmm. That's, that's just how I'm looking at this whole thing. So I'm like reading this article and I'm trying to break it down. I'm like, okay, so let me just understand this. So um, when you say anyone else would be accused of aiding and abetting a woman in getting an abortion, then that means that there's criminalizing it. Yeah. Right. So now it's like, so again, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. And I know that there's a lot of women that are outside of Texas, happy that we don't live in Texas because I feel as though we should have a choice. And I feel as though there should be no one. It's almost like getting this vaccination. There should be no one to tell you that you have to do anything to your body. Nobody, Mm -hmm. nobody should. And as far as I'm concerned, especially for a man to feel like, you know, and listen, my thing is, what about the young girl who was raped by her uncle and she's pregnant? Mm -hmm. You're telling me, you're telling me that she can't get an abortion. She has to carry that child full term. You get, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So when you look at some, some reasons behind it, then, then maybe you would kind of open your eyes a little bit. Like it's, to me, that's just not right. I don't know where the world is at right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, this is. You know, as you said, like this is so this is a Texas law. So basically the governor and they've okayed this um, prohibition on abortions after uh, usually around six weeks of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, And the real one of the real issues is that you usually do not know at six weeks whether you're pregnant or not. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, technically, it takes you about two weeks after a missed period to even get tested. And by then you're already six or seven or eight weeks by that time. So Mm. a lot of women don't even realize they're pregnant that early. So what the law actually does is it acts as like a complete abortion ban. And the Mm -hmm. thing with, you know, the, the U S Supreme court has basically said, you know, the state, they've kind of stepped away from it. And 
allow the state to make their own law mm-hmm. so or make their own laws about this. So there is no um, federal protection at this point. Mm-hmm. So and what what you what you have um, identified is there is a statute in Texas which basically allows citizens or gives them what I would believe is police rights because it allows a regular everyday citizen to sue a an abortion provider, someone who's provided an abortion after six weeks mm-hmm. in a civil court for damages. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's huge. And that has a, what's called in the law, a chilling effect, because now you have, whether there are um, employees, providers, volunteers, you're basically uh, scaring them from providing this type of services for women mm-hmm. because of the idea that they can be sued in a, in civilly in a court. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that, that's the part that is so crazy. And then when you listen to, so I was, I was listening to the Texas governor, Greg Abbott's, you know, the reason behind why he's, enforcing this. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so disjointed. And if you listen to it, his idea is that one of the things that they're doing is eliminating rapists from the streets. Mm -hmm. So he signed this like ban on all abortions. I'm really trying to understand the connection between um, eliminating rapists and, um, and signing this law, uh, this, this abortion law. I'm, make it make sense. Cause it doesn't make sense at all to me. Mm, so, mm. I mean, this is just like you said, you know, how Tupac said it. I don't, this is someone men stepping in to make decisions because now, you know, it becomes a question of viability when there's a heartbeat, when can you detect it? If it's around six weeks, what happens, you know, and like you said to the, to the woman who has been raped and now is carrying the child of her rapist mm-hmm. and, what happens to in in those in those cases? Is she going to be forced to carry that child mm-hmm. um, to 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 birth? Then that's mm-hmm. what would happen in the state of Texas mm-hmm. so far. So this is you know this what what is scary to me is that you know there's always going to be a way right. There's always going to be a workaround, mm-hmm. and you are what they're doing is pushing women, I believe, into accessing abortions another way mm-hmm. if this in fact becomes um you know stays as as law that's mm-hmm. what i'm seeing i mean we've we've all heard of stories from back in the day of the the you know the backroom abortionists mm-hmm. the hanger mm-hmm. we we are very you know this is this is this is to me reminiscent of this because when we're, we're now going back to those systems you know mm-hmm. without saying the most important part to me would be providing women with access to um, to really good health care in mm-hmm. these situations, one mm-hmm. you know, one way or another. And that's not that's not what's going on here. Mm-hmm. This is making decisions over a woman's body, which is completely and totally not anyone's business, but that but that woman mm-hmm. and for her to make that decision. So these restrictions, you know, I, it's like a it's like going back. I remember. Um, in law school, in law school, learning about law versus Wade, I mean, Roe versus Wade. And we did it in the high school as well. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that the woman's body has been politicized is an, is, 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 is crazy in and of itself. And it has. And here we are 
2021, again, still having those same conversations. Mm, mm, mm. It's sad. It's, you know, and restricting women's choices. And that's, that's what this is doing. I'm trying to understand why is this, of all things happening in the world, why is this so important? Like, how is, how is there any justification in regards to like the money is going in the wrong places or, you know, people are mentally not well, um, the economy benefits, like wh- how do you justify the means to the end of this? That's, that's where I'm, I'm a little confused. How do they I, get to this? Yeah, how, do, how do you, yeah, how do you get, but how do you justify it? Like, how do you morally justify, you know, such, such a strong opinion? Cause that's really just what it is. That's how I feel. You know, how do you well, justify and, it? And I think, how, I mean, let's look at the climate here of why this is even an issue. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Texas is a, is a highly controlled Republican state. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of um, conservative judicial appointments in Texas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen the backlash, whether we're talking about all of those, uh, I forgot what they're called. They stormed the Capitol, but mm-hmm. there is this very white right wing anti-abortion movement that has Mm -hmm. always been but now they have voices and they have uh bullhorns and now they're being they're in really in positions of power so Mm -hmm. this is i mean my belief is that all of this is like the shit storm Mm -hmm. um that is uh, that has created this storm of what is happening right now right what is going on you know making women afraid to go to clinics and Mm -hmm. go to their appointments because Mm -hmm. they're outside um, mm-hmm. picketing. You know, I remember this like year, you know, when I was a little, when I was in my teens, I remember them being outside the clinics. Mm-hmm. Remember with the babies in the bottles and, mm-hmm. and, um, and then it seemed like, you know, as there was the women empowerment movement, it kind of died down, mm-hmm. but it's, it's almost like you, I look now on, on, um, online and I'm looking at the pictures of people outside. It looks like it did back in the day. Here right. we go again. Here we There's a Listen. huge anti-abortion movement and it's dangerous. Who I don't I just uh there was a comic who said, um, I, I can't think of what his name is, an older uh white gentleman. He's one of the uh one of like I wanna do I wanna call him like the trailer park? Like it's like a little touring Red Next anyway. comedy. Yes, yes, yes. And mm-hmm. he basically tweeted uh something to the effect of if men got pregnant. Uh, white men would be able to get abortions at every gas station with a I, with a beer. I, I saw that. Yep, without a doubt, it was funny, but it's it's, but, it's true. Yeah. So I, you know, that yeah, just had you'd to be like, able wait. to get that abortion pill at the at the um, at the at the Seven Eleven. Yep. He said he said fill her up on pump two with an abortion and a beer, or something like that. And it was mm-hmm. like you know it's funny, but at the same time, it's like wow. At least he knows it. He knows it. You know. You know. Wow, just just like that. So this is just a sad thing. I just feel like he who casts the first stone be without sin. So it's really, you know, on my on my um the way I move is it's really not for me to tell you what to do, and it's really not for you to tell me what to do. So if a mm-hmm. sin is a sin is a sin, you get what I mean? Like, well then shoot. We we all, we all are held accountable. Like, I'm no better than you, you're no better than me. Who are you to who are you to tell me like you walk in perfection? Really? You really got up this morning and got a picket for real? It just, it's, I don't get it. It's, it's right up there with like racism. Like, I don't get it. Really? Mm-hmm. This is, you really put in the effort this morning to get up and fight for this. And again, it's for what you're fighting for. I just feel like, nah, mm. it's, it's, it's immoral. 
That's all. Yeah. And again, somebody could say, hey, killing a baby is immoral and, uh, you know, and all that. But it's just like, yeah, but you got to look at it like this. If we're human and we're all going to, you know, drop the ball at some point, well, then that's what you really need to focus on. You know, the fact that we're human. God knew. God knew what, we're, what, what we go through in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Don't get me started. Absolutely. But, you know, you got people in, in high places that want to make decisions over how and what you do to your body. Uh, that's Listen, I, I'm a firm believer that um, certain laws go into play because someone someone was personally affected by it. So, for example, statutory rape did not become a thing until a man had a daughter. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right. That, that's just, you know, like that, that's my, that's, you know, until, until a man had a daughter and, and had, and he had one woman that he doesn't look at like that. And he was like, oh, heck no. And she had been looked at by his, you know, friends and maybe she had been raped and, and anything horrific. And he's like, oh man, we need to come up with a law. Mind you, he met his wife when she was 16. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. So these laws come into play, especially with this one here. I'm not saying all of them because it has affected someone personally. And, and these men say, let's get this ball rolling. And so there's a stupid female right there like, okay, Tom, I'll get my pen. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Ooh, it's, it's, it's going to get heavy. It's going to get even heavier. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to get too heavy, but I do want to mm -hmm. give um, a rest in peace to uh, my comedy comrades. Um, we have Fuquan Johnson uh, out in LA. He was um, found dead with two others. Uh, he overdosed. And mm -hmm. uh, the model and comedian, uh, Kate Quigley, she's expected to recover. So the prayers do go up and, um, wow. you know, condolences to the family. Uh, also, Michael, actor Michael K. Williams, um, who was Omar from The Wire. He was Chalky from Bulwark Empire. Yes. He was also found dead um, at the age of 54 and he overdosed as well. So, um, you know, and I'm just thinking of a TV show that I was watching, Kanan. And, you know, drugs runs rampant um, through how I'm entertained and some of these entertainers and it just breaks my heart because mm -hmm. it's a serious thing. So, you know, when you gamble with your life like that, you know, um, sometimes we just have to reach out and check on each other. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, sometimes if people say they're okay, like that's not, you know, you say you're okay because it's an automatic response, not necessarily what's going on. Right. Um, yeah. You, yeah. So rest in know, peace. I and mean, we we can do a whole show on on just this, but let's let's not rest in peace. You know, I'm Michael K. White. I have you and I. Have, I was just saying, you know, you and I, you and I have been on the phone, you know, talking about his characters. Mm -hmm. That's how impactful they were. You know, we love Chalky White, love mm -hmm. Montrose, even you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the Wire. I can't think of the character that he played, but the just the spirit that he bought the energy that he bought to these characters yeah um i just you know what Love kind of culture. pain does someone go through mm -hmm. when they indulge in these types of um drugs and you know the the joke to me is like they call them recreational drugs and i'm like there's nothing recreational about them yeah there's, what what part of is that is it recreational you know and right. it, from the looks of it, it looks like, you know, drug dealers are out here killing their clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, how else, how else can you explain it? So yeah. Yeah. rest in peace to both of these black men, you know, the, the we've lost yeah. tremendously. Yeah. There's um one more rest in peace to uh, 
Nick, he's also um another comic out in LA who passed away. Um Yes. So, yeah. I've Yes. Okay. So All right. Well, we got to move on. Um Let's bring some weekend D up in here. You got to go with Lord. Weekend D. Um, this came over to me it, as a, a, a text message conversation, but I'm just gonna just going to paraphrase. So, asking for a friend, how many divorces is too much? My homegirl is getting married, and she will officially be wife number four. He's been divorced, and he's divorced three wives prior to her in the span of five years. This cannot be healthy. Should I mind my business? Or should I say something? Hmm. Shatara? Well, th- th- three times a charm. Um, <laughs> That's what they say. I I know I know a man who was married three times and has families and you know, hey, where are you? To him? I listen, according according to the gene pool, I'm sure rumor has it, we have the same last name. And I will say that I do see the love in all of it. Uh, listen, I'm keeping my stones in my pocket. Let me just tell you right now. I okay. would mind. I would mind my business because unless unless they're this is listen. This is where I'm at in my life. Let me just let me be very clear with people. I um I have many jobs, but the one that I invest in is called minding my business. I'm really good at it. Um, the human resources department, they don't call me too much. And, um, I, you know, I clock in daily and I'm usually on time, even when I'm late, if you know what I'm saying. So this right here, unless you're calling me to say, Hey, listen, I need half, I need half the rent. Hey, can I come stay with you? You know, he punched me in my eye. Um, he stole my money. Can you watch my kids? Listen, if you stay off my turf with your shit, you get what I'm saying? Then you go Mm -hmm. ahead and you kiss Puffy on the yacht. Think about it. You have futures, baby. You do. Girl, bye. You want you want to hang out? I'm here to hang out and go to Home Goods. What you want to do? I'm. You go ahead and let me tell you. And if you want me to buy a dress, no, I will not. See, you're not going to the wedding. I'm going to the wedding, but let me. I'm be. I'm going to be like Tyson Beckford in my white leather again and again. <laughs> oh my God, Beckford did it again. Well, I'm I'm throwing a little bit of stones, but I'll I'll say it this way. So my initial question my my inquiry is Mm -hmm. there has to be something there and you know again i'm not a doctor and i can't tell you the 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 medical terms for it but it just seems a little like something is something is wrong there like you jumping in and out of marriages and i'm just talking about this this man and he's he's going on wife number four in five years that's a lot that's that just a lot. that's a lot of emotions. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of time. Um, that is a lot. That's a lot. So, is there something? And it's just an inquiry. And you know, she might not. You know, this is her friend asking, and she's seeing her her homegirl go through this. So, you know, don't give any unsolicited advice. If she didn't ask you what you thought about it, then probably you're not going to say anything. But I know. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, sis, now what's going on with him? 
why he can't be happy with with one. What what happened? And it, I think it would be a little. I think my answer would be a little different if there had been like like a lot of time that had expended between these wives. But four wives in five years—that's like a wife every year in in three months. Like mm-hmm. you switching them out, like you switching out a car lease or something. That's you know, and and I'm sure this she she doesn't want to be the fourth divorced wife. But again, this is her friend looking at the situation on the outside looking in so yeah maybe mind your business and not say anything unless your homegirl honestly wanted your opinion and asked you yeah because it it, but because it to me like nah it probably isn't healthy i mean you know may you find the love of your life and i believe in soulmates i believe we can have more than one soulmate and you know you you know no because and again, the it, sure, you know, are you really finding love back to back like that? Oh, wow, man. Like, you know, you sure do jump on in like, oh, OK, you're not playing, huh? Like, you know, if he's, <laughs> if he's messy, huh? yeah, if he's messy where he's like, oh, he's coming to live with me. Because I know those jokers. Ooh, those jokers are good. They they don't mind. They, they, get, you a little, they get you a little ring. You know what I'm saying? I, your place is cozy. You know, they don't. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal for some men. Like marriage is not a big deal. But my question is, before we jump on the wagon for his for marriages, um, pay attention to men who have numerous children. Same shit. Is it worse? Is it the same thing? What about the dude who has four kids with four different babies' moms? You ever dated one of those? And he never and he never been married. Hello. Am I talking to somebody in hello? Everybody at once. Ever date a man with more than more than three kids? Or damn it, fuck it. Three kids and they all have different moms. And he and he's 50 years old. You ever meet that one? So do we get on him and say, wow, you just keep having kids. How many moms? And you never been married to none of them? Really? Come on now. So before I get on him getting married, I'm like, well, shit, does he have, does he dropping kids with each and every one of them? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. The shit is messy. And as far as I'm concerned, if you find yourself to be wife number four, then women need to check the fact that we are enablers to a lot of men's bullshit. You get what I'm saying? We're the neighbor. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're here for it. So anytime I, before I get on men, like, oh man, my black man, you know, have kids everywhere. And I check and I go, you know what? If you're the fourth one, then that's on you, sis. You know? Shit, yeah. That, that could have been me. Hey, now. And I'm sure that could have been you. You know, I'm sure we've all come across dudes with numerous yeah. different. It's, it's I think common. I would want like a um a phone it's conference. If I was, if oh, I was going to be wife number four, I'd probably oh, want a, a conference oh, with everybody. Oh. I'm just, but but at the stage of the game, I mean, I think you kind of look back at younger years when it was like, damn, I didn't know no better, you know, or I was young. Like the shit you did then, I'm sure you wouldn't do now. But guess what? There are some grown ass women that are really, you know, still caught up and in love and they don't ask the questions. They're like, yo, this is just my standard is right where, where's my standard? Right with you. This is perfect. This is good. And they make it work, you know. And then you have some men that end up meeting women who have numerous children with different men. I met a kid earlier and he told me that him and his brother have different fathers and him and his sister. And he gave me a whole mess of a story. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Do y'all all get along? No. I said, oh, okay. Wow. All right. All right. So, you know, it can be messy for the kids too, but somehow when you lock in marriage with that, it doesn't sound as bad. Am I right? Okay. Yeah. 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 He got okay. three kids. Oh, but he was married to her. That's his ex. He's like, oh, okay. 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 Like mm-hmm. at least he's, at least he knows how to, you know, maintain commitment, but Man, the shit is messy. Like, I'm not. I have nothing to say. Like, I'm, okay. I'm going to make a little comment. Like, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, I probably in the end, I probably wouldn't say anything unless it was asked of me what my opinion was. But otherwise, I'm not going to um, 
say that I think is messy. And I think, girl, mm-mm, but okay. Now, now my question is, who is it messy for? Um, I think it's messy for, it could potentially be messy for wife number four. Because there's just so many variables. Like, I don't know whether... Is he, is, is he, is, are they, are they all, you know, is they, are they good relationships with the ex-wives? Are the kids involved? Is mm-hmm, it messy? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm thinking. The mm-hmm. mess that comes along with having that type of past, then you have more multiples. So, okay. you know, and then is there child support being paid? And I guess I'm, I'm throwing the kids in there too. Mm-hmm. But then what is it about him mm-hmm. that, he get married you know, to I, that's why I would just, I would love to hear from the ex-wives as to why y'all are not married no more. I would need that information if I was, if I was this going to be the potential wife number four. I would want to know but what, don't, what, um, what happened. Because he's going to give you one story, but you know, you got four of them that could potentially give you some information that you're not going to get from, you may, you may not get from him. Nobody asked Puffy. Why the hell? <laughs> well, Puffy you know ain't never been married. That, you that's see that. what, but perfect is it puffy is kissing everybody on the yacht you get what i'm saying but we don't come up on his ass and be like yo puffy what's up why can't you settle down you got five different babies moms like what's good eddie murphy what's good you got nine well, eddie you know, murphy like, got married he but, he was, but you see he was, you see how you just did that you what? honor the fact that these men have a bunch of kids but at least somewhere in there they're married yeah, yeah, yeah. like to me like that's 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 a little different you know okay. yeah okay well this man got, got married four times so you got to honor it in five years, though, that's what I'm saying. Like, ooh, what happened? Listen, J- and they're J-Lo- all alive. All the ex-wives are alive and well. And what happened? How, how many ex-husbands Jennifer Lopez got now? Is she like five, four, four? Okay, now, okay, now. How many ex? How many ex-husbands uh, Kim Kardashian got now? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm just that- I'm just saying, but but. Some people okay. just find love. Yeah, yeah. Some people just find love. And unless you call me for half your rent, then you go right on ahead with your bad self. Don't pour none of your shit in my toilet and we're going to be I'm all right. I'm just saying for for this woman who's going to potentially be wife number four, she don't want to be the ex-wife number four. So <laughs> what is it that she can do or find out to make sure that that doesn't happen? Sounds because like there's something there. There's something where he just is not satisfied. Now, if she the one and she she makes, you know, she's the end all be all. I'm sure wife number one, two, and three could probably say the same thing. At least that's what they thought. You know, nobody gets married to get divorced. Yeah, so, this is, uh, hey, yeah, this is true. But the but the end at the end of the day, to our to our listener is. You probably shouldn't say anything and just mind your business because you weren't asked. And if you're asked, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. And give, you know, then give the questions. The inquiry would be like, well, what happened? Why, what happened in in those prior marriages? Why he's not married to them now? Yeah, it it is a lot. It is, it is a lot, but you know, they may have super love and you'd be like, oh my God, like this is good. And for all you know, guess what? They might just get divorced. And then what are you going to say? Well, girl, you gave it a shot. You know, you went for love. Good for you. Better to have love than loss and to never love at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Let me get my look. Good, kept, good okay, thing I kept my look, look. Good thing I kept the tags on my dress, girl. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. Well, I guess we gave her some good advice. Just be quiet. Don't don't ask unless mm-hmm. don't tell unless you're asked. Yeah, unless you start to see shit pour into your toilet, because we all got our own shit. When you start to see other people's shit pour into your toilet, then that's when they give you a say-so. 
But if not, well, then you just be supportive. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and don't be talking about it with everybody else. You know, if she's in her moment, you'd be happy for her because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why not? Okay. All right. All right. We well, did it. All right. We did it. My auntie did it. I got <laughs> lipstick on. I got lipstick on. My auntie did it. All right. Well, let's get Moving to the on. jam. We're going down to the jam. Yes. It's my jam. So I have today Foxy Brown featuring Jay Z. I'll be. Remember? I'll be. Brace yourself while I rise on top. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they was this bringing was, all the old, old yeah, jams back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was sampled off of Renee and Angela's I'll Be. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. You know, we don't, we're not going to give y'all all the words. I'll make y'all, make y'all karaoke our words. Um, this was off of the um, album Il Nana in 1996. Can you believe mm-hmm. that? That was yep. 1996 off of Violators and um, Def Jam and Track Masters. And uh, this was released, yeah, this was released in 1997. So it was album 96. I'm like looking at the years. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So this was dope because Foxy, <laughs> Foxy was the shit. She was the, ch- I mean, you know, I love Foxy Brown. So nobody, nobody could talk about my Foxy Brown, okay? Foxy. Nobody talk about Foxy Brown. Foxy was the shit and Jay-Z's verse was dope in this. And this is, you can still turn this up and it's a jam. And I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like our mother like overheard this and she, I remember her like thinking it was the original and started jamming mm-hmm. it and she heard, and she heard Jay-Z. Was she heard, mad? No, cause mommy's a Jay-Z fan. So yeah, mommy, yeah. on her way to church, mommy was still like, oh, okay. Like, mm. she was okay with <laughs> Okay then. Okay. Yeah, I was telling so somebody about your mother, like I was saying, her big like she's such a Jay Z fan and a Mob Deep fan is so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> she loves some Mob Deep, don't she? And some oh, Jay Z. Oh my god, it is so funny. Yes, like mm-hmm. well, and, and and she's holy rolling. So you know you best believe she's a, a woman of the Lord, but she she's rooted in um in her in New York streets in hip hop. Mm-hmm. New York streets. She, she knows good hip hop. You know what I mean? She not. She's mm-hmm. not gonna be at. She knows good hip hop. So when mommy knows, like, remember she got like the black album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. Yes, okay. this was this was a jam. I remember seeing her perform in um, Hampton. I went to Hampton, Virginia for the for their um, homecoming weekend, mm-hmm. and she performed at this nightclub. And you know, you see her. She is like all of like four eleven. She's very little. very very tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but she killed it. Like she, she, she killed it. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was just like, it was, and she did this song and it was so fire. Brace your, yeah, it was, it was a, her opening verse. I'm not even going to go there, but it was dope. Like right. And then, you know, just to put her and Jay-Z together, it was mm-hmm. almost like they were battling. It was like verses. They were like going back and forth. We mm-hmm. throw like a quarterback. Ah, it was dope. So it was a good time. So yeah, this just takes me back to the, um, the tunnel. Well, Keep brace yourself as I ride on top. Close your Close eyes as you ride right out your socks. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. While we grind in the tunnel, like yeah, nasty girl, don't pass me. Yeah, this was this was a good time. This was a good party days. This was the messy girl, the cowhide mm-hmm. um fedora hats and boots, and it was a good time. Oh, nigga, so. we supposed to be the illest on three. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. I know the worst. Yeah, um, good time. That was a good one. Yep, that was a good time. That was. 
Oh, in the tunnel. That was a great time. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were there for it. We lived yeah. in we were there for it. It was a good time. So, yeah, that's my jam. That's my right. jam. That's my jam. All right. All right. Well, let's... Um, we are going to support Black businesses. You know, we always support Black businesses because mm -hmm. we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made FUBU for us by us. So this week, I want to give a huge shout out to 10 to 1 rum. So I actually had some of this rum because let me tell you, I am a rum drinker mm -hmm. um, at Barton G in Miami a couple weeks ago. And I was very pleased to find out that this is actually a black owned rum. Ooh. So it was founded by Mark Farrell, who is from Trinidad. He attended MIT when he was 16 years old. He went on to Cambridge and to Harvard, and then he started working in the financial industry. And he actually had this like crazy meeting with the um, with the owner of Starbucks, and mm. he became like the youngest vice president in Starbucks history. So eventually, oh. he turned his attention to rum. Mm. And uh, there's a quote that I love when he says, "You know, a lot of people in the U.S. think of rum as this like lower end spirit. Now, me though, because I love rum, but um, tied to like the sugary spring break cocktails they had in Cancun or Jamaica." He said, "But mm -hmm. in actuality, rum could be so much more inspired and authentic than that." And I love that. So um, he founded Ten to One Rum in, two, in 2018. Which, you know, thank God, because like I said, I I don't care what nobody says. I love a good rum. And this is actually a very good rum. So you can order it online. Um, It's a little pricey because it's like $48 about a bottle, but very, it's well worth it Um, mm -hmm. because it has a taste. All I do, I, let me tell you, I go over here to the 7-Eleven and I get me one of them um, Coca-Cola Slurpees. Mm. Put me some of this rum in it. Have me a good old time, okay? I don't know what says. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, please go and support 10 to 1 Rum. That's T E N T O O N E R U M dot com. Mm -hmm. Get with it. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Sounds well. delicious. All right, y'all. Look, we've come to the end. I know we get oh. here so fast. Right. But look, you can like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV or on the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else we got to let them know? We have to let you know that if you have a question for the Weekend D Report, if you want to keep up to date on all of my upcoming comedy shows, as yes. well as our podcasts and TV events, get social with us. Get an RDM because we like it. We like it. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at TwistPod, T-W-I-S-P-O-D. And guess what? You can also go to our website at www.twistpod.com. Send an email to that's what I'm saying podcast at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay well. We love you all. Until next time, peace out, Cubs. Peace. Scouts.